Hey everybody, it's Thursday as far as you know, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast spectacular, starring me, your host Jake. Ooh, and I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. And we're all in the same room, we're all sort of looking at each other, Yeah, we would be if the mics and the pop filters and shit weren't in the way. Like, I was reading my phone, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's like a masquerade ball, only we're all dressed as a black circle head guy. <laughs> He's a he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a pretty cool character. As long as you're not that triangle face from that horror franchise. I don't know which. I don't, yeah, yeah the, the big the guy with the big triangle oh, head, pyramid, pyramid, pyramid head, head from the yeah. from Silent, uh, Hill. Silent Hills. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, I was no. just trying to think of other uh, Euclidean style shapes uh, that see. people have heads because you know there's lots of like box heads. Yeah. Is a pin yeah. a Euclidean uh, shape? Because maybe Hellraiser. Sure. Those. Sure. sure. Okay. There is a box in Hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, is uh, sh- shit a Euclidean shape? Because hmm. Steve Martin's dog from The Jerk. <laughs> right. Um, it, it, well, on the version you may have seen on TV, he was called stupid and not shithead. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was always finding strangers in the Alps. Right. Um, mm. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It's all right. I saw the original. Uh, I saw the original Dreadsylvania calligraphy on my desk. Oh, it was yeah. d- it was much bigger than I thought it would be. Well, you just drew it right on the desk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and yeah, that, scanning. You was really hard. fucked up my yeah. scanner. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the things we do for our art. Um, well, I mean the the Latin root for calligraphy means uh, desk writing. So. Yes. Yeah, it has the same uh, the same root as. Uh, Calipigian? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, desk, it's about desk, writing. Sa- yeah. Desk-shaped De- ass. Yeah. It's yeah, about yeah, writing yeah, on sure. your ass. Yeah, okay. Oh, Calipigian is about desks. Uh, yeah. That, this is the kind of ass that you can only get from years of a desk job. Yes. Yeah. I was going to try Oh, man, and... could a girl with a Calipigian ass give you a desk job? Huh. <laughs> Just shuffling papers all day? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know. Well, she works, she works in HR, so yeah. <laughs> HR. She could give you an HJ and then an RJ. <laughs> I guess RJ's probably a... I don't know. I don't think you would really refer to anything does, as yeah, that. Does anybody ever refer to it as an RJ? No. I mean, I don't really talk to people about it ever. Really? It's a secret. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to everybody. It's my secret shame. Yeah, I, I always get charged 30 rupees for an RJ <laughs> because it's a secret to everybody. Uh, that game is making a lot more sense now. Um, <clears throat> so The Office... Uh, sp- Staggeringly not on fire. Right. Uh, yeah. When we got back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Had not pretty, exploded. Pretty clean. Yeah. yeah. That iced tea is making you industrious. I guess. <laughs> Are you, I mean, maybe you've, you've defeated all of the dirt uh, in an effort to burn the ground. You're scorching the earth for that mouse. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we have totally a mouse, pretty, apparently? We apparently have a mouse, or at least we have magically appearing mouse poop on the floor. So... If we had magically appearing mouse poop, there's got to be a way to make some money from that. I mean, we could, well, we could win a million dollars from uh, the amazing Randy, right? Because he's got the, if you can prove oh, an, prove yeah. anything paranormal, he'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> what if you can prove that you watched a special edition DVD of Paranorman? Oh, that's a good question. Will he give you 30 rupees? Because <laughs> I don't, I, it's been a while, guys. It's been lonely and I could use 30 rupees. Uh... Yeah, the amazing Randy. Yeah, yeah. Last thing I heard about him was him not showing up for something. Oh yeah, yeah. He's super he disappeared. Old now. He's pretty old. Yeah, we yeah. didn't get to see him at DragonCon because the line was too long. Oh, was we that... were like the next to last. Oh, that was we that. were the, the skeptic second people in line uh, behind the 
person who was the last one to get in. Right. I, they let everybody in except the guy in front of us and us and everyone behind us. I, I was not really confident we were going to get in. Oh, no, neither was I. I you know, it was it, the line wasn't that long, so I, I wouldn't have waited a half an hour for that, but I would right. wait five minutes. Yeah, whatever. I like that it. was a year or two ago. I like it when dudes yell about how other dudes are wrong about <laughs> things. That's something like a real indignant self-righteousness. That's a that's uh, a thing that the like, Internet has really like taught me to, to like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you guys know that uh, you're now uh, transphobic if you use Wikipedia? I did not. <laughs> that, probably nobody actually said that, but... <sighs> I gotta quit reading fucking Metafilter. I think I've I think I've gone far enough. I think I was I was an insensitive asshole, but I have to stop before it just turns me into transphobic. Makes it sound like you have gone beyond fear about something. <laughs> like yeah, wow, that's wow, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, is it transhuman in that I'm no longer like fear no longer really means anything? Yeah, like I think so. Is it like that? That movie where uh, fear is the mind killer. <laughs> no, what's that movie where the, there's that drug that makes the guy not afraid of anything, and then he accomplishes everything? Uh, are you thinking of the the one where the guy thinks he becomes he becomes a superhero? Yeah, super. No, fearless. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I'm thinking of when the guy in the Terminator explains how when someone is on PCP, they can punch right through a car window like nothing happened. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good Angel way to stop dust. crimes. Like speeding. <laughs> you just get on people's windshields, on people's hoods, and then just punch through the windshield and punch them if they speed. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you just like stand on overpasses and when you see a car that's moving particularly fast? Yeah, you yeah, jump, on, jump, on, you jump onto, onto it. it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Terminator cop. Right. It's the next crossover. Robo. I mean, it's like Robocop. Versus the... Has there yeah. ever been a RoboCop Terminator crossover? Oh, wow, like an yeah, Alien versus Predator yeah. movie? Yeah. RoboCop versus Terminator versus Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it would probably have to play, take place in Detroit just to give RoboCop some... Jurisdiction? Ho- well, yeah. I was going to say home turf advantage, but jurisdiction is way better. So, yeah. I mean, because, you know, Dracula just brings some dirt with him, so he's fine. <laughs> And Terminator just like the future is his. Yeah, Terminator don't he don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, where where he is he's he's not subject to our laws. Right. There he that's weird. I guess you can't be arrested for a law that you weren't born when the law was passed. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, yeah. this, murder's been illegal for way longer than we've been alive, so we we can just do it right and not get in trouble. You know, it's like designer drugs. They keep they keep going back in time and inventing new drugs so that they won't be illegal for. Okay. You when you go back, back. I mean, well, they just keep setting the bar further and further back. I mean, marijuana was invented like three weeks from now, right? But it's been illegal for ages now. It's very complicated. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think time travel, where you have to start the machine, and then you can you can't go back any further than the machine was started, is well, it makes more, more sense. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's still even feasible but it, I mean, it I, seems I like more idea. like a thing that might be yeah. feasible yeah because like you turn on the machine and somebody just immediately steps out you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's you yeah <laughs> oh god damn it <laughs> yeah how did they avoid that in primer they left they like yeah just left the room they, they they left and hold up in a 
motel. Where... But then they waited longer than when they like they waited longer to get out because I mean it seems like like they were talking about how you could fuck yourself up if you get out at the wrong time. But it, like like you're supposed to get it's, out. There was right a ti- there was a timer to start. If they put it. in a time switch to start it, okay. Yeah. So if they weren't there when the machine started, okay, yep. that that makes more sense. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's really good. That's been sitting in my Netflix queue to to watch again, but I haven't recently wanted something. Yeah, like I cerebral. bought Upstream Color and then took it to San Francisco so that we could watch it, and then we never watched it. Oh shit! And now it's still in San Francisco. Fuck. Yeah. What is that? The it's next his next movie. movie. Oh. Yeah, he just like without really talking about it for eight years or whatever just oh i made a new movie here it is do you have any idea what it's about it's it's got some sci-fi elements i'm told it seems to be kind of a love story Hmm. um of course they say that primer is a love story well because the whole thing gets fucked up because that guy is trying to save that girl's birthday party from being ruined (laughs) doesn't somebody get shot in the original timeline or something yeah um yeah, so uh, not watching Primer. That was certainly a thing. Riff, what did you do in the office while we were gone? Uh, I watched 12 Monkeys, speaking, oh, speaking of okay. Primer. Did you, didn't you also watch Clue? Speaking of primates. I, I have not yet watched Clue. I read an article about Clue and <laughs> okay. nearly watched Clue, but it was the same night that I had just finished watching 12 Monkeys, and okay. it didn't seem like a good transition between those two movies. Okay. I, uh, I played a card game today. Did you? I did. Mm. It's pretty good. Wait, are you talking about uh, your card game? Yeah, my card game. I am. I made a card game. Yep. I am. And another card game. Yeah, I. This one. You're on kind of a game design kick. This one came out of nowhere. I, I, I got. I smoked some pot, and then I went downstairs, and apparently I made a game. And because when I woke up, there was a whole game, and. <laughs> And all wow. that was missing was I, you. I need some of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I remember doing it. I, I like. I was just like, like I was, I was, because the, the way that I, the way that I do that when we're when we're in San Francisco in the land of ready ready access to consistent quality of the kind of pot that doesn't make you crazy, the kind that's just like, yeah, man, this is this Dorito tastes real good. It's not yo man. Um, so, I. I, I, I go up and I pace around on the roof. I, I smoke a cigar, and then I also smoke a little bit of wacky tobacco, and then I uh, and at then the I, same time. Well, yeah. Are you dual fisting it? No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm you alternating. Just, just tape the joint to the cigar <laughs> so you can smoke them both at once. Oh yeah, that's well, like, and like a spiral. Yeah, yeah. well, then it's Ooh. weird because you gotta like, all right, so I need to inhale the smoke that's on the right side of my mouth, but <laughs> not the smoke that's on the left side of my mouth. This is gonna be really <laughs> difficult. No, but so so I was like walking around and I'm like. Huh. I just had an idea for a card game. And then I thought about it a little more, and I was like, I think I can actually write down all of the rules to this. And so I went downstairs, and I just opened a Google Doc, and I was like, all right, I'm not getting up until I finish writing this. And then I just did it, and then ended up, it ended up being fairly, like I made the cards this morning, and it ended up being fairly playable with only very minor Yep, changes to the rules. It was kind of that weird it's... that you insisted on keeping score with Doritos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get to eat the other guy's Doritos when you win. That was that's the core of the idea. <laughs> I will uh, eat and your Doritos. So, so also, you have to be uh, in order to play this game. You have to put on uh, Dark Side of the Moon and the Wizard of Oz with the sound turned off. Um, alternatively, Pink Floyd the Wall uh, while listening to Pink Floyd the Division Bell. <laughs> huh? Is that a thing? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's a super cool idea. Uh, yeah, so I'm actually 
kind of excited about like I would be I would be tempted to before KOLCon make a few copies of this to just like hey you guys try this and right yeah it us, seemed interesting let us know if it's fun yeah um, we, we need to play some we, we've tweaked it a little and i need to reprint the i've reprinted i need to recut the deck cut the you know cut the deck make sure it's fairly shuffled yep i got more expensive card sleeves than the penny sleeves that i normally use for prototyping and they are inferior in every regard for my purposes yeah they don't stack very well they've got a fucking hologram sticker on them to verify the authenticity of your fucking card sleeve yeah what What does that even mean who the fuck knows (laughs) like i don't know what the fuck magic the gathering tournament players care about but it's pretty clearly not the same things that I care about on any axis. I feel that like that was probably just because the card sleeves manufacturers insisted on getting their name onto the sleeve somehow. Okay. Otherwise no one no one would know that they that you that you're using that you're ultra using, pro sleeves. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well I mean the the penny sleeves are ultra pro sleeves. Oh, it's one of those oh. fucking things where I don't really understand why Amazon will not give me the option with add-on items mm-hmm. to just pay whatever the fuck it costs yeah. to ship it. Well, because you have been you have been you joined a club where you are getting free shipping. I but so you've so, you're screwed. So my options are don't get the item. Yes. Or nope, that's your option. Yeah, that, those are my <laughs> options, right? I've tried huh. to order twenty five dollars worth. Of, I'm like, well, there's something else that I'm gonna get. I'll just get that and then uh, and then buy you know this add-on item, and it fucking doesn't work. I've never had a problem, but. I believe you don't you. buy. I mean, I tend to buy things like dental floss. I was gonna say a on, single piece of gum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and trying to buy these penny sleeves, you just can't. Huh. I just cannot buy them. I mean, Amazon. I've I've successfully bought add-on items with other things, but I've never tried to oh, yeah. buy them on their own. Well, mm. what about add-on items with add-on items? Just just a cart full of add-on items. Uh, I don't know. I think you can if you get twenty-five dollars. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you can't do $25 worth of add-on. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, that could have been why I couldn't do it before is because oh. my the total, the sum of the non-add-on items wasn't $25. What about $25 in pennies? It, yeah. Just, <laughs> ass pennies. That's pretty good. I, where was it? Somebody tweeted that. Yeah. It's uh, like Steve Gaynor Steve posted. Gaynor, says yeah, it's important yeah. to occasionally watch this in its entirety and know I'd that it was done it in one I'd never seen it before, take. and it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'd seen it once before, and I had forgotten about it. Um, so yeah, this card game pretty fun, I think. Yeah, and maybe maybe uh, maybe you listeners who are coming to con will get to play it. Maybe you'll get to maybe you'll get to kickstart a version with real art. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I don't know, man. I could probably do the art. I feel like you could do the art. We could probably we could probably sans Kickstarter just get this thing manufactured. Sure. I mean, if we were willing, Kickstarter is a great way to like to get a sense of scope. Because there might be 10 people that are interested in this, and there might be 1,000 people, and you don't want to print 10 copies if 1,000 people want it, and you don't want to print 1,000 copies if 10 people want it. But, I mean, printing 10 copies if 1,000 people want it is a better problem to have than... Depending on what the timeline is like for getting it printed. I don't know. There's got to be... There has got to be a place that you can get some cards printed that's not in China and that doesn't cost a fortune. That... The place I... uh, That website I got those Deadly Premonition cards printed from was pretty good. Yeah, I think but they are like, in China, but the cards ended up being good quality. But it was like 15 bucks for a deck of 52 custom cards, right? I mean, if they could get it down to if they it could get it down to 2 or 3 bucks, than, it wasn't that cheap. Certainly. But if they could get it down to 2 or 3 bucks in quantities of 1000 or more, 
then might that, I don't remember what the prices were like. In it quality. didn't. See, that seemed way more like a vanity press than like a printer. Yeah. You know, and so it's just. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to try it out. I'm interested to try out like just learning production channels. You you met some people that might be able to might be able to hook us up. Yep. With some info. Anyway, uh, we should answer KOL questions and then the west the west of this ritty banter the west of, the west wing starring John Ritter <laughs> and uh, band. Uh, anybody whose name has a joke about the word banter in it. I can't think of anybody. No. Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. Okay. Uh, KOL questions. Whoa! Norton. Thanks, Norton. Norton! Thanks for nothing. You know, I, I remember... watched a scene from the Honeymooners the other day on YouTube oh, yeah. where uh, Ed Norton and uh, whatever the main, whatever the main guy's name, name is. Your first name was Ed, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Ed Norton and Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> what was the guy's Cram- Ralph Cramden? Yeah. 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 Uh, where they drink, they sit around drinking, and uh, unbeknownst to them, the wives have replaced the wine with with uh, grape juice, and so they're pretending to be drunk, <laughs> even though they're not actually drinking alcohol. It was a classic. Mm-hmm. I was told. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Green in 72 writes, Dear Jake, just curious, with your stance on player-created systems like Faxbot, etc., if Neminem got hit by a bus or was otherwise made unable to attend con, what would you do in terms of people getting con familiars? I mean, I think I would work out something with Neminem. Yeah. If, if Neminem, like, got killed, that would be a weird... Because we wouldn't have any idea. We wouldn't have any idea who had given him money. Right. right? So, if we could... If we could get a hold of, like, say, from his grieving mother, if we could call Neminem's <laughs> grieving mother and say, hey, uh, it's really important for this stick figure game for us to get, like, a spreadsheet that your son probably had on his computer, um, if you can manage to log into it without breaking it with your tears, uh, that would be really cool. Thanks. It might it might take an extra day or two. Yeah. Uh, Linguini Lad says... Not that I'm complaining, but I thought that there weren't ever going to be trophies from doing stuff in dungeons. I noticed some new ones for Dreadopolis. I thought that too, and then I I was like, Hot Stuff, is there any good reason to not put trophies in clan dungeons? Like, we did clan trophies instead, but clan trophies are just not nearly as interesting because they can't reflect states about the player, really. They have to specifically reflect actions by the player Mm-mm. in the clan, and so I was just like, eh. I just think this would be better if it had trophies in it. Right. And while I probably have said on the radio that I don't plan to put normal trophies in clan dungeons, I also, I, you know, one thing that I also said on the radio is sometimes I change my mind. <laughs> uh, Bob is me says, I don't know if you can broker deals with monsters in Dretzylvania, but why doesn't the little businessman kid occasionally net you an extra Freddy like it does with nickels and sand dollars? I just didn't want it to be another source of it, but I think I have to. I think I have to just give it a tiny chance, maybe hmm. just a 1% chance sure. if you're using it, because so many people are asking about it that, yeah. it, like, I think any chance would make people happier than no chance. Uh, Takenoko says, just wanted to share my ta- my sad story. I was at the raffle house thinking, raffle tickets are 1,000 meat. If I want 10 tickets, I better put down 10,000 meat. Spent 10 million instead. Oh. You know, if you do that, and you get a hold of within the if, same day. Yeah, within the same day, if you submit a bug report, we will 
we will reverse that and give you that. Like once, once you guarantee it, but yeah, but we d- we will if we get it. I mean, if, yeah. like I'm not like if you if you send it in at like six thirty, then probably not. But it, you know, I occasionally will get a K-mail from customer service that's like, hey, can you take away right. ten million raffle tickets from this guy? And once the raffle's actually been run, once it's yeah, once it's been run, you've had your do everything. You've had your, I mean, I guess maybe if you didn't win. But, but even then, but then you you had the chance you got yeah. what you paid for, so sorry Takenoko. I mean, and that's it does kind of suck because like I said, I can't we can't even necessarily guarantee like some you know some days like I just don't log on right? right. So if that's that's why I was saying don't don't guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. But but in general, if that happens to you, at least give it a shot yep. reporting it because I mean we understand that people just fat finger a or I mean it's also because then like. Typing, I think the most common thing is when you type in the amount that you want to spend rather than the number of tickets that you want to get. And so you end up spending a thousand times as much meat as you intended to. Like, I think that is what happens. Yeah. Right. And making it accept commas, which is like, this is a thing that early on in the game, people demanded about a lot of form fields was that like, let us put commas in there so that we can make sure that we have the right number of zeros on stuff. Hmm. And have it not crash or you know default to being like oh I, I tried to sell my Mister A for six million meat and it sold it for six meat right um, you know which is fine but even then like it's not going to help if your if your if your cognitive error there was typing in the amount because that's what you're thinking you're thinking how much meat do I want to spend on this mm-hmm. right and so you'll just type that number instead of the right. Yeah. Uh, Deus Noctum says, make O'Reilly Manual, Squat Thrust Magazine, Bodhi Limericks multi-usable? Huh. I am surprised that they are not. What? Is it just a, a question of having properly formatted messages? Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, oh, good. <laughs> Thanks, Honus Carbuncle. <laughs> nice. Got puppet stringed, trying to put that in dev so that I could see it in the log later. <laughs> uh, let's see. How does that even? How does that even work? Let me look at that. Let me look at that. Uh, squat. Squat thrust magazine. Huh. No, I think they just need to be. All right. What are the other ones called? Uh, oh, really? And body. And what? The body limerick. Yeah. Yeah. That one's already. That one's already written to be like that. I thought. That potions were automatically no, multi-usable. They're, they're not. not okay. Well, that's a, well because I guess messages because sometimes need you want to be, them. Not, sometimes you want them not to be right, and the messages need to be formatted so that they can handle it. You know, we could. Wow, I didn't even think about that. We could just have two entirely separate messages for single and multiple with our current markup, but we just never do. Oh yeah, we could. I mean, I, I usually when I'm writing something like this, I will usually make it support it, but. Um, uh, let's see. Fuck. So now I got an it bracket and uh, brace. They and then uh, braces brackets around the s there. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Those things are now multi-usable. Cool. Uh, How's that for quick turnaround time? That was a question from I know. today. This is a question. By the time you hear this, it'll be two days ago that I fixed this. Glebe says, so when's Hot Stuff's next breeze through two-handed weapons to increase their power <laughs> by another 3%? I don't know. I was thinking maybe 4. 4%. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what we could do? I, I, you know, I go back and increase the power of things all the time. 
Do you old really? stuff? Old stuff is just getting stronger and stronger, and people don't care. They don't notice. Do you really? I do. Do you do you pretty consistently like? Oh, I guess that's probably true. Like when you when I say, "Hey, make this do like level appropriate stench damage on a weapon," and you look at the curve and see how stupid the bottom end of the curve is, you probably add some more stench damage to some to stuff some some stuff. Yeah. yeah, and like I will, yeah, I'll, I'll I will regularly take stuff like that are ultra rares and we're sort of encroaching on their territory i'll make them better or something um i know that the incredibly dense meat gym has gotten stronger i think on two different occasions stinko man 87 says jick if you didn't lack a wristwatch what kind would you wear back when i wore a wristwatch i wore one that was sort of halfway between a women's watch and a men's watch it was very it was pretty small trans watch no no no. Hermaphrodite watch. Her, yeah, Hermaphroditic. Mm-hmm. Is Hermes a company that makes watches? Maybe. Or Hermes Aphrodite. Could, could There's definitely a company that's like uh, fashionable okay. called Hermes. Um, Fashion house. Did you, used to, you used to wear a calculator watch. I did. For a long time. Yes. What about you, Riff? I haven't worn a you, watch for a long time. Did you time. affect a pocket watch for a period of time? For a short period of time, yeah. Okay. I, that that ended up not working because I kept forgetting to wind it. I, was, I well, kept forgetting to wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you need do you need it to actually tell you the time, or do you just want to be able to look at it? I want to be able to pull it out and are true. tell me whether or not I've solved the problem with wherever I am in the timeline. Okay. <laughs> um, until that jerk Edison disassembles it. Is it, uh, is it possible that you just want to be able to hypnotize people? Mm-hmm. Especially ladies. WBO Quine writes, uh, question one, what's up with the content firehose in the last few weeks, guys? There's suddenly so much new stuff to do. Was there some blockage that was preventing some of this stuff from being released? Are you just especially productive in San Francisco? Did the move trigger something in you that encouraged you to release stuff? I think there are a number of, of things going on. Finishing Dreadsylvania was this huge, big project that made us want to work on some smaller stuff. And so right. then we just did and just got it done. I do tend to manage people better when I'm traveling than I do when I'm at home. Hmm. I'm more likely to assign work to everybody to to create fewer downtimes. And this is like probably both the stupidest and the most like socially irresponsible thing that I've ever said, but I kind of think it's the weed also <laughs> because I'm just drinking less. Um, and so I like wake up feeling better and clear-headed and I mean, I also like, so the way that a normal day would go for just the last decade of my life is I work, I get up, I work, I work, I work, I work, I work. And then I'm like, all right, I got to I need to like shut my brain off. Right. I got to I got to like, I'm never going to be, it's going to take me 10 hours to go to sleep. And that's going to fuck up tomorrow if I don't, if I don't just figure out how to shut, shut down. And so I'll just drink until I feel like I could go to sleep, Mm -hmm. which is too much drinking. And now I'll drink a little bit and then I'll smoke some pot and then I'll, go back downstairs and it's like well i could go to bed or i could just like draw a new version of the knoll <laughs> and then i'll draw a new version of the knoll and then i'll go to sleep and then i'll wake up at like seven in the morning and be like who the fuck drew this thing yeah, where did this come from <laughs> this thing is rad and tilted what the fuck that's how stories about brownies making shoes for people came from yeah because oh. they were pot brownies <laughs> <laughs> nice ah 
That was great. Thank you. I'm, I'm um, proud of that. But yeah, I, I've discovered uh, the way I discovered recently that helps me go to sl- help me turn off the brain and go to sleep really easy is putting uh, a speed run of something, a video on my iPad. Because those put me to sleep really quickly for some uh, reason. I, like I don't know. It's just have you been keeping track of the of the f- the fastest ones? No, nah, I just so go there's on, this like, weird meta speed, speed demos run. archive and, the speed and pick run of super sheep fence jumper. <laughs> it's kind of like that, yeah. Like the Metroid Zero Mission uh, speed run just knocks me straight out because the music is really mellow and it's something <clears> I can focus on and watch without thinking about anything. So, and, so you're giving our listeners the secret to knocking you out at con and kidnapping yes, you. Just run up in front of me and hold up a screen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that'll totally work. I don't want the answer that I just gave to be true, but I'm afraid that it might be. Well, you're not going to be smoking here. And That's we probably true. won't get anything done. That's totally not true. Is that not true? No. I thought you I left you I thought you left all your your No, no, I'm a fucking smuggler. Oh. Across state <laughs> lines, buddy. Gosh. I mean, I'm not going to get pulled over in the truck. Right. It's because it can't go fast enough for me to get a speeding ticket. So I see. I, like, I've, I don't think I've ever gotten pulled over in that truck. And even if I did, it's like, yeah, what are they Even going? if all of your tires exploded? You don't yeah, think maybe all of my tires would have exploded. Yeah, don't you have been... like a club card or something for Arizona anyway? No. Club oh, card? That doesn't really exist yet. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they haven't really formalized it. <laughs> And I, you can't get one in California if you're not a resident of California. Mm. And if I'm a resident of California, suddenly asymmetrics taxes are going to triple. It's not a it's not a medical marijuana card. It's just I, I just remember I'm just a member of the marijuana club. Yeah. Oh well, if you're it's a member of the fan, just, just a fan, fan club yeah. card, yeah, that's great. So I mean, okay, realistically, what I should say is drinking slightly less is what has accounted for. Also, so just the timing of everything worked out such. And that also the a, yeah the last couple weeks like. My girlfriend was in Arizona while I was in San Francisco, and, you know, I wasn't, like, if it had just been me and Kevin, we would have probably spent more time going out and fucking around, but, like, Kevin's there with his girlfriend, and so there's a lot of just, like, eh, I mean, they're just hanging out, so I just spent a lot of time in a room by myself, and one of the ways that I sort of deal with the existential horror that creeps in whenever I'm understimulated is by working, Um, and so that's, you know, probably not sustainable. But then again, maybe sustainable. Who knows? Right. Like that week that it took to do the Hidden City, like that wasn't like a crazy grueling crunch week. Like that was just a week, you know? You've been marinating on a bunch of these things for a while. So I guess that's probably this is like also the culmination of a bunch of That's probably also thought. true. Although, I mean, the Noel revamp was kind of... Sure, sure. Yeah, what, I don't... What, so there was the, the dungeon and the challenge path and... Yeah, the challenge, the challenge. So, I mean, basically, since since we went to San Francisco the first time, it was Dreadsylvania, KOL High School, Daily Dungeon, Knoll, Shore, Hidden City. Wow. Yeah. Right, which is like... That is a lot of stuff. I mean, and a lot of the work on KOL High School got done months earlier. Dreadsylvania just took for fucking ever, right? Um, the Daily Dungeon revamp, I had been trying to get it ready to roll out with the previous right. challenge path, but didn't get it done. Um yeah, but then, I mean, a lot of it is, like, the revamp train... Hidden City, you felt compelled to finish it ASAP. Oh, I, yeah, I just always... Well, I wanted to get... I, because I knew it was going to make runs longer, I wanted to get it out early in the challenge season. Right. And we needed to nip naughty behavior in the bud. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, that just... Those exploits just kept the getting bud. stupider and stupider. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, right. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm curious. I am curious as to what's going to happen to the pace of things. I mean, like Khan is going to probably eat ten days. We have a ton of we have a ton of Arizona maintenance. Yeah, to deal just with. having to having to deal with the like basically ignoring all of my grown up responsibilities for two months. Yeah, and dealing with all of them at the same time. You know, but who knows? Like, you know, today I just fucking made that card game, so yeah, that's output, right? Uh, two, Seaside Town, continues WV O'Quine. The desert, the mysterious island, and the old man all show the border of the kingdom and the adjacent ocean in their container zones. The forest, mountains, and campground do not. Are you planning on changing them, or do you like them as is? The former, but not the latter areas, have mechanical or narrative reasons to show the adjacent ocean, but the discrepancy is weird. I feel like you're zooming in on the main map when you click on an area, so I like seeing the ocean. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, like, so, yeah, desert, and then the old man, and seaside. So it's like the west coast is all visible coast. It's a little weirder to have it, I don't know why behind I believe the this. It's a little weirder to have it behind the mountains. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make I've sense. I've been trying to figure out how I would, because I really, really don't like the way the container document of the mountains looks, because it's just, it's one of those things where it was a, a, a monster-sized image that was shrunk down to way smaller. Like, huh. the, the just the sort of background mountains in the mountains are like oh, gross yeah. narrow lineway and stuff but I don't know how I would I'm having a really hard time imagining like drawing an area that is mountains that has all of these things on it hmm. that show up in any kind of rational you know it's it's hard to do a line drawing of a mountain and it's, it's it's even harder. It's harder multiplied by the number of mountains in a range to do. The, also, mountain ranges don't work that way, right? Like a is, plains is a big is a big sprawling area. A desert is a big flat. It is funny that the barrel is about the same size as the Colosseum is about the same size as Mount McLaren. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, and I, I mean, I guess I could just do like a like a long. It could just be a side view, right? You know, the barrel full of barrels could go to town. I don't know. Sure. I mean, what is the barrel full of barrels for anymore? I mean, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a weird, it's another weird script where you spend adventures, but it doesn't use adventure.php. Sure. But you don't have to do it, so nobody does it. I mean, I I used it all the time for getting... Boozes. Well, no, for getting the second stage cocktails that you add a thing to to get the good cocktails. Mm-hmm. I don't. So not booze. Cocktails? Yeah. Okay. Well, not base booze. Yeah, no, that's you know sure. I mean. uh, well, but, no, I, 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 we do. I didn't until I wrung it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't have any idea if, like, that may be horribly inefficient, so I may be the only one still doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of curious as to how I would go about... It's also weird that it's like, McLarge Huge is... A thing that should be a feature of the landscape in a way that I mean, how do you make a map of it? Like the the map screens are often not like picturing a place, right? They're like a map of the place, right? And so it makes sense that you wouldn't know that it was there until it was marked on your map, or right? Whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've just gotten. I mean, the mountains is a good candidate for being moved to the place spindler and and, right. and all that, and not being just such a grid. Um, but I don't have a good sense of what it would look like. I just, I've never been able to like picture 
something that is satisfying. Kind of the same with the forest. Like, I sort of would want there to, it's not just like icons of trees, but for it to actually look like a forest, which means that it is primarily like a densely wooded, most of the space is covered with a tree, but then it's hard to put stuff You'd have to have little there. clearings. There'd have to be a lot of little clearings to begin with. I mean, I guess, you know, you do like a forest with a road running through it and then the tavern and various other, you know. There's also just a lot of stuff in the forest. Right. It gets real dense. A couple things were removed recently, I guess, when we moved those. The bugbear pen and the... Um, right. Change the barrow to a burrow. Burglar to a burrow hobbit. Number three, in KOL High School, how about an equipable red teacher's pencil with a chat effect? It could put a big red F whenever doing so would make a new word. Uh, the item description would need to refer to how you can only get good grades if you're a jack-of-all-trades and even all arts. Everyone, everyone knows uh, some jack-off trades for farts. Okay. Um, Wax says, can the revamp train crash into south of the border next? Um, eh. Huh. Do people not like the chikai? I mean, I think south of the border is one of those places with just a ton of non-combats that get in the way. Where it's possible to just go hundreds of turns without getting the thing that you want. I see. Um, while, it's, while it's on the way, can it also crash into the Spooky Raven billiards room in the library? Right now it's unlikely but possible to just not get the non-combats you need in order to progress those zones. So adding a force to you get this adventure after 10 straight combats like in the Giant's Castle would be great and good and great. Um, blinded hard mode falls from sky. Without spoiling the mechanics, is there a correlation between the message and the action you have to take like there is in the non-hard mode fight? It's not unambiguous, but it is meant to be guessable. Yeah, sort there's, of. There's stuff going on. You, it, you can narrow it down based on the output. You can't, you can't figure out what move it's going to be based on the output, but you can narrow it down. Yep. And the idea was that you'd be able to like use that process of narrowing it down and be prepared for the alternatives if you got it wrong and be able to survive the fight that way. Mm -hmm. um, asking again, since I do care about the data, I was wondering if you could provide the figures for some Hobopolis mechanics. I'm after one, number of hobos killed by a scare hobo, two, number of hobos killed by a six-man band in the tent, three, a number of hobos that need to be killed after a band performance to reopen the tent. I would have to look at those scripts. And Is I'm, it like six to 11 for a scare hobo? I guess I can pull it I up. I guess I can try to find those. Uh, hmm. it, it, I mean, it, it's going to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, wow, maybe I don't. How do I not have putty installed on this laptop? Yeah, I guess I can't look it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, last thing, last thing, last thing. Character creation. Is that next to be revamped? The whole you can play without creating an account until you're ready to pick your class and create an account thing? That's a good thing. Great idea, Jake. Well, you would pick a class... I just, the idea is that I think you should be able to play for a little while, and then it's like, hey, why don't you set a password so that you can, or, you know, why don't you give me your name, or whatever. Why don't you set a password so you can come back, and then you don't have to verify an email address until you actually want to interact with other players. Like, you can't use the mall, you can't use K-mail, you can't mm -hmm. enter the chat until you've registered an email address, just to keep it from being spammy or super multi-abusable. Right. Like, to avoid just making it more multi-abusable than it is now. Uh, Jaunty says, enjoyed the podcast, and it's true. A stitch in time does save nine, and people do still mend things in clothes. At least this people does. You know, I, I occasionally mend uh, my uh, hippie-ass buckwheat 
filled microwavable neck pillow oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, because I just wear holes in it using it. Because well, A, I use it a lot, and B, it's fucking cheap. Right. I mean, it's not cheap. It was expensive, but it's shoddily made. It's shoddily made. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just gets little holes in it, and then my bed fills up with little fucking seeds. And I'm like, where the fuck did all these little seeds come from? And they're like, oh, right, the same place they always come from. <laughs> Is it possible you, you also live with a bird? It'd be like a weird anti-bird, though, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> bring, not bringing seeds home? I don't think that's how birds work. I think, I think they bring seeds home for their, for their young and their mates. Okay. So it's like when a cat brings you the ass half of a mouse. Yep. I was going to say the ass half of a mouth. I'm like, you never, <laughs> you never do that. Not in the States. Little Lollygag says, can the Oasis revamp please involve an opportunity to beat the crap out of that jerk Gnasier? It'll be different. He's a perfectly good guy. He's not a jerk. It'll be Come different. On. I, I've, I set up the new desert so that Naser will just be a guy that you go see rather than a series of non-combats that you have to get in a specific order. So I'm going to have to figure that out. I've got, I've got a pretty good idea of what I want to do with the desert and the Oasis, but I don't know. I'm worried that what is going to happen, like, like this is what happens with a lot of the ideas that I have for revamping zones. It ends up being a thing where it's like, all right, well, Mike, this should take 60 or 80 turns or whatever if you don't know what you're doing and you just click, 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 click. And then you should be able to speed that down to about 30 if you're really good. And what I always end up doing is making it so you can speed 30, it down to like four. 30 <laughs> turns if you don't know what you're doing. Four if you do. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I feel like some of the Gnasier content could probably just be like it's probably not important that you go gather a stone rose for yeah. him. Like the thing was we wanted to make a joke about the stone roses in the zone that's all Britpop but it could just be like a semi-rare there or something uh, right or it could sure. like there's any number of ways to get a joke about the stone roses into that zone without having it be a core part of the quest progression yeah or it could um, be like a separate bonus quest he gives you optionally after yeah, you've done all the yeah. rest like we could do a lot of we could do a lot of that stuff yeah um yeah i don't know i i'm 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 curious how that's actually going to turn out because it's one of those things where it's like, well, in my head, I could just sit down and make the new version of this, but I don't, I haven't really considered it carefully. Like since I haven't sat down to do it, I don't know how many unanswered questions there are because I only have this sort of, you know, cloudy, ever shifting notion of the way that it would play in my head. Uh, Pure Question says, in response to your answer to my question two weeks ago, I think a yearly clan dungeon would be pretty fantastic, especially if they were generally around when Dread came out, since A, that had put it roughly halfway between Crimbos, B, the end of July is my birthday, so it would enable me to pretend that you were making them just for me. <laughs> um, also, just out of curiosity for your train of thought, in what order did you come up with the six Dreadsylvania bosses? Well, we came First up... First to last. <laughs> yeah, we came up with the... We knew what they were going to be, because we knew what the monsters were going to be like that was the initial seed of the idea for the dungeon, right? Was we take the six monsters that we have bonus damage against. Oh, that's a thing that we should do. Actually. We should look at those numbers tomorrow. Cause we were both okay with making all of the plus damage bonuses against specific monster types into percentage mm. bonuses. Even if it's like this sword does plus 500% damage against skeletons. Like that's fine. I think. Right. Cause that's a thing that Probably. you might actually use. Because right now you would never use a 500 damage against skeleton sword in Dreadsylvania if you also had a plus 100% physical damage sword. And sure. 
you know, I mean, we just, if there's ever a really important skeleton that we don't want it real easy to kill, if you're kitted out for skeleton killing, we can just give it some damage mitigation or whatever, right? I mean, like, this is not, right. you know, it's like, this lets a low-level character attack like he's a high-level character, the same as if he just leveled up would do. So sure. it's, it's, it is not broken, I don't think. It's just, I don't know how many sources of that there actually are. This basically would just be like, changing a couple of the ways in which things are output and then changing like six or seven lines of code in the fight script to just add that to the physical damage percentage bonus instead of the flat physical damage bonus. Anyway, um, Falls from Sky came out easy um, once I decided that they were going to be named like space Indians. Did you, I mean, is the question the order in which you came up with them that that's what pure question asks well is, and did you just come up with them in in some, whatever canonical order of creatures is or whatever no not really i mean okay. they i think they i you know i spindled them some of them i named as i put them into the database because okay. i had solid ideas for them um the zombie hoa was always going to be the zombie hoa like from from the outset okay i remember writing down in those notes that Although maybe that's not true, because I wrote down in the notes that the werewolf would maybe be a pack of were- the boss would be a pack of werewolves, and that the AOE stuff would be the trick there. But then I decided to do that with the zombies instead. Right. Um, the unkillable skeleton was pretty late getting themed. Okay. Um, it was the last one, wasn't it? Scully, it might have been. Scully came up with the airwolf thing because I was just like, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck to do with this, like. It's it's like some of them had question marks when I wrote down the initial notes for them, and some of them didn't. Drunk, Drunkula, you know, I think that was my idea. But so, seems like something you would say. It does. Uh, finally, on a more side note, in the July 11th episode, when you were talking about RPG character names, Riff said he names his female healers Satori. Is that the reference I think it is, or am I just crazy? Isn't it like You'd a... You'd have to tell me what the reference isn't is. Isn't Satori just like a... Like a Hindu concept? Yeah, it's like Hindu version word for enlightenment or something, but it's also the name of the main character in uh, Clive Barker's Imagica or Imajaka book. Mm. And isn't the best tequila made by the ancient agave smith Satori Sousa? Sure. (laughs) What? Sousa doesn't sound enough like Hanzo to make that like a Hattori Hanzo. Yeah, okay. See, this is how the magic happens. It usually doesn't. (laughs) Satori means awakening. Uh, MXC says, with sword day fast approaching, what? Any prospects for the crossbow of transposition being unearthed? Sword day. Uh, I don't know. Something that Play Havoc is talking about. So I don't have time (laughs) to read that. It's not that it takes so much time to read. It's that it takes a lot of time to translate. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Odeem says, I just listened to the show for Monday to hear your answer to my question. I plan to try to make it out that way when I can, but with the home situation, uh, it's difficult to get that far away for more than a day. And in my opinion, cons require full attendance. Do you guys love traveling to attend the cons or can it get a bit tedious? Ever just wake up the day before leaving to go to a con and you're just like, ag? I spend the entire day before going to a con going, ag, because I'm terrified of flying. Um, I, this is lame, but I'm a lot more likely to go to cons if I'm single. Um, so 
I kind of go through cycles, <laughs> you know, the way the way you do as a serial monogamist. Going for that particular, going for the depressed old Bill Murray from Broken Flowers, as opposed to the depressed old Bill Murray from Lost in Translation. Uh, that was before discovering the option, the the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou option, <laughs> which I'm not, I'm not sure what you do Gets to the, turn into that depressed old Bill Murray. Get the crazy eye. <laughs> um. Cunning Gabe uh, talks about how when sorting by Plus Adventures, there's a bunch of items that don't show up properly. Uh, I don't, I don't know how that works, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all CD modern. Yeah, and and it's, I can imagine some ways in which it might work, and some ways in which the way those particular things work would fuck those ways up. Yeah, but because they don't really have numerical values the way that other stuff does. I, you know, it would be. It would make some sense. It would make some measure of sense to just go through a lot of old stuff and do it the way that we would do it if we had the systems then that we have now. You know, I mean, it was just sort of like when we made it so you could have an, uh, six enchantments on items instead of three. We, I went through and did some of the old stuff, the, like things that had cosmetic enchantments that were hard-coded just because they had more than three things on them right. so that they would like show up in our reports when we were looking at things that give you plus items or whatever. And there would be like some outlier that was a Mr. Store item that didn't have the normal enchantment encoding on it because plus items was the fourth thing on it right? or whatever. And I think there's the fact that we can put variables in as enchantments now means variables in the enchantments. Yeah, like yeah. the enchantment value can be an RPN string now, so there's a lot of stuff that's very simple logic that's hard-coded that wouldn't have to be hard-coded anymore. I mean, very simple. That's fucking RPN. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's it's funny. Uh, <laughs> and I, I mean... You can always figure it out. I mean, there's that there's that script for just playing around with... Like, I do a lot of things where I'm, like, trying different ways of comparing one and five <sighs> until I figure out, like, how the fuck you format this string to make... Right. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Xenophobe back in the day was like, hey, I whipped up this thing where uh, it's, like, a way of codifying the way that... I think it was, like, effects do what they're doing huh. that... He was like, we could put a lot of logic in here, and it would be real easy to write a reverse Polish notation parser for it, but you guys would all have to learn RPN if you want to do it. So I didn't figure you would go for that. And I was like, nah, that sounds okay. Like, <laughs> this seems really powerful, and it's already done. So, yeah, let's just put it in there. Like, if you can just write us some instructions for how RPN works. Um, but a lot of the instructions are not very good, and right. there's a lot of functions that were added to it later that weren't documented. And so... Let's what is what is a complicated one that we can give a crazy I'm going to I'm going to just search for let's see. And this is going to be boring to listen to. Let's describe the effects table. Uh details, is that what we want? Details. Uh no. No, that is not what we wanted. What do we want? Code select. Code. When do we want it? From the effects table. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to find... All right, so here's an effect where 
the code on our end for what this effect. I think this is probably one of the turtle tamer buffs. Uh, damage reduction space plus equals player colon title 1.2 pow floor. So what that does is it gives you in damage reduction the floor of your level, which is fucking title in right. the player table because level <laughs> level used to mean something else. Like when I made the player like table 15 years ago, no, it's not. It's just oh. level level used to just contain a copy of whatever your highest stat was. And the thing that became level was the thing that determined which of the sort of titles you got in the old title system. Jeez. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's things to remember. Uh, let's see. Some of these look long, but they're not because they're actually just... Yeah. Uh, Mox Molt plus equals... No, let's see. Level bonus minus equals three. Player gender two equals if six then. <laughs> so Ugh. that is a thing. That is a thing that gives you minus three monster level if you are female and minus six monster level if you are male. Or plus six monster level. Sorry. The... The kind of monster level that you like is negative level bonus. Right. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Fucking RPN. I don't usually bother with if-then stuff in it. Hmm. Uh, you seem like you're getting bored. No, no. I'm just tired. Uh, all right. I woke you up real early because yeah. I didn't realize you were there on the couch. So yep. I was just talking to Roy real loud. Yeah, I didn't get much sleep last night. Hamfish says, would you ever consider taking a community vote on desired traits for a future item of the month, or do you think this would just result in, say, an item that is really good for speedruns but really boring? I don't think that it's more likely to result in that than it is in anything else, but no, I probably wouldn't. I like to I like to try and form a more organic sense of what the community is going to want because what the player base wants is almost never explicitly what the player base says that it wants and also doesn't it is often not what they need well yeah that's i mean you don't want exactly what it occurs to you to ask for because then you're not getting any novelty you're not like right you know the the point of a creative endeavor is we create something and then you are excited by it and if you if everything starts getting designed by committee nothing is going to be a surprise to you and so nothing is going to nothing is going to feel good right i mean this is like you're, you're trying to make playing the game joyless in the same way that working on the game is because we know... <laughs> I mean, I was saying joyless in the same way that playing the game is for us right. in some ways, right? Because there's nothing there's nothing surprising about it. There's nothing There's nothing new. There's nothing like that we don't already know. Uh, also, the KOL High School Path has two items of the month that react in a special way while on the path when previous paths have only had one. Is there a particular reason you chose to do this? No, nah, that's not true. Although some people in dev said that too. And then we just pointed out some counterexamples. Right, because um, in zombies, there were yeah, two? zombies had the gnome and the bear arms. Yeah. Um, Boris, Boris, we just fucked up. It had the hat, and the, we did the happy medium. Late. The happy medium was, how was it? Yeah, it was the first Boris item of the month. Um, did Jarlsberg only have the one pan? I mean, I feel like everything. Didn't he have a Librum or something too? I think we put out a Librum, but it wasn't directed at him per se but it was something that he could use yeah i mean because the the folder holder wasn't really designed for high school it, right. we, we made it better in high school 
but it was designed totally independently and then yeah we're just like oh well we could add some extra functionality yeah and also it was the one that came out before the path started right so there really is only one high school specific item of the month so far (laughs) finally if you guys could each have any familiar as a real life pet which would you choose i already answered this on the monday show so you guys gotta wow Hmm. any familiar i mean i really like the cocoa bow but i don't know if i would want to take care of one of those as a pet he's always giving you money Mm. yeah it's tough right dreidel yeah <laughs> um the disembodied hand would be pretty useful oh yeah just <laughs> it's like every day is the stranger <laughs> yes um huh mini, mini hipster could be nice you want to get attacked by random sure i mean i guess if it's like random hot girls who attack you with like sexy cartoon combat yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? That's a thing, right? Uh, Nightball says, why doesn't the placement of buildings in the new Border Town art reflect the actual placement of buildings in Border Town the way it used to? F- I fixed it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Lord Hack says, man, all the revamps and updates are really cool, and I can't wait for the rest of the level 11 to get the same treatment. With the majority of stuff showing up in the quest tracker, it's, it not being there is starting to feel really weird. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I, like... If I didn't feel like it was liberating me to just work on things when I'm excited about them and are going to get them done fast, I would be more concerned with doing the level 11 quest revamp sort of in the order that you encounter them. Um, But as it is, I don't really care. (laughs) Like, I will eventually... Like, it will eventually get to the point where doing the quest tracker is just a matter of filling in a bunch of gaps, and one of those gaps might be the very beginning of the quest. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, yeah. The thing about the quest tracker and level 11 that is weird is that... The non-linearity of it? Well, experienced players want to start every phase of the quest at the same time, as opposed to reading the... Right, because you you used to have to look at all of the pages of the journal to get the quests assigned to you. It wasn't just a single? I thought it was just a single No, thing. we changed it. Huh. Like, by popular request. And it makes a ton of sense, like... Once you've done the thing a bunch of times, you don't want to be like, well, fuck, this encounter didn't show up because I forgot to look at the third page of the journal. And that sucked and was stupid. Right. So that was worth fixing. But it is going to be a little weird that it's like you get the journal and then suddenly it's three separate quest lines. But I mean, right. I guess it's not that big of a deal. Right. I think those are those were made post quest log. So they all do have... The a pretty clear single flag whose value determines your stage of progress on the quest. Uh, speaking of weird stuff, might the MCD boss drops get some love anytime soon? The boss bat bling in particular seems really weak. It requires you to turn the device up to eight and gives you plus three muscle and plus three moxie, which is just strictly worse than the shiny ring. Um, yeah, those don't make a ton of sense. I just I got demoralized the last time I tried to do the thing that I wanted to do with those, but it's just because I chose the wrong one to start with and just had a bunch of dumb arguments that... I would just not tolerate anymore. Be like, if this makes this thing difficult in Bad Moon, tough shit. <laughs> like, it's just whatever. Like, right. it's it's we cannot be beholden to every old decision that we've ever made. Like, like bees hate you. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I will go back and I will fix things 
that make those uncompletable. Right. But I don't have any responsibility to make those runs like more tolerable. Sure. Right. Sure. And like I don't I don't know if I'm gonna bother with the shore giving you a discount in Way of the Surprising Fist. Or the way, like, because in Way of the Surprising Fist, we made the shore cost five turns and five and zero meat because right. meat is really tight in that. It's almost non-existent though, because don't you get you get, don't get any from monsters? Do you right? not? I, I don't think so. Yeah, uh-huh. I guess if it's actually impossible, I to think com- you can't you can't auto sell things either, can you? Yeah, I guess if it's actually impossible to complete, then that's one thing. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that they they didn't. I thought that meat drops were just like reduced by ninety percent or something. I didn't think it was actually. Yeah, I honestly no don't meat remember. drops. Yeah, I don't remember either. Well, maybe that's a bigger deal than I thought it was. Somebody will tell me. Um, hey, Jick says Kirby loved the game and all that jazz, but I have a feature request type question, and I know you love those. Can we get an option in the account settings to automatically unequip familiars in the terrarium? I switch familiars a lot, both in runs and out of runs, and I find myself constantly switching different pieces of equipment around. I use chat commands, and I would find it so helpful to always know that my Mayflower bouquet, a microwave stogie, snowsuit, etc., are in my inventory and not have to hunt down which familiar wore it last. Would it work if that drop down also? checked gear that was on your other familiars and let you put it Uh right unless i mean unless you also wanted to show up in your inventory but that's just confusing yeah because you can look at it when you go into the terrarium right Right. so yeah because the terrarium will show you if any of those guys has something equipped yeah Although it's really tall, so I mean you're yeah, gonna have to through, it's yeah. really really tall. You're gonna yeah. have to scroll through it. But I mean, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if just having, because I'm pretty sure the chat command just calls that script, so it wouldn't be super dangerous to make that script check the other familiars that you have in your terrarium and just you know run the code to unequip them and then run the code to equip them on your current familiar. I bet that would solve that problem. Right. Uh, as long as I'm also begging you to do tons of work, is it possible to have familiars and or equipment added to our saved custom outfits lists? Uh, no, because you can, you can favorite a familiar and you can lock a familiar's equipment. So that's, that's about as far as kind of the functionality that you want. Uh, hey guys, says the dog delusion. You mentioned a few times, Jick, that you did not mean for Freddy Krueger to be as easily obtainable as they apparently are. I'm curious, how rare did you want these things to be? I've been doing a lot of adventuring in Dread for several weeks now and still don't have nearly enough to do much of anything. They seem sufficiently sparse as it is. What were you hoping for? Well, it's real easy to get them from the non-combats. Right. I just didn't want them... I didn't want them to be trivially gettable a year from now. Right? I wanted them to be hard to get for a while. And then once you've got the gear... You know, once you've got all the gear from the inn, which granted you got to get a bunch of, you know, it getting the pencils is critical to doing that fast, and was always meant to be part of the sort of expertise curve right. of the dungeon, and it's like, it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm unhappy with the commonness of them now. It's that I don't want them any less rare. I'm trying to parse that sentence. Yeah, sorry. I was <laughs> I was too. Um I don't want to make them more common than they already are because once I once I saw how many sources of additional Krugerrands I had stacked up, I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of more than I meant right. to put in there." Which is why I was reluctant to like when somebody pointed out the little businessman kit, I was like, "Eh." 
Sure. But adding 1% on that will satisfy people who want it to do something, right? right? It will increase their yield by 1%, which over 10 dungeon runs is going to be an, an amount of Krugerrands that they can point at and say, I got this by exercising my player agency and equipping that little business right. band kit. And then that'll make them happy. We should probably record video games hot dog tomorrow. You're you falling, think? yeah. You're falling asleep in your chair. Am I? You seem like it. I'm. I'm definitely like on I think, the I low think side of be, energy. Are you okay with recording tomorrow? Sure. All right. I think it's going to be a better show if we record it tomorrow. Okay. So we'll, we'll finish this up. I don't feel like I'm in a hurry to finish this to okay. get to video games hot dog before you collapse. Cool. Uh, Midget Dragoon says, "Does Jix lack a wristwatch affect his real life adventures per day after sleeping?" No, nah, man. I got all the adventures. After sleeping. I, I got up at like 7.15 today. Jesus. Do, do you even have an alarm? No. That's wacky. No, I mean, it's I mean, it's great if, like, I can wholeheartedly recommend not using an alarm clock if you have the kind of life where you can get away with it. Because waking up when your body wants you to wake up, you almost never have those, like, yeah. waking up groggy and just being all fucked up for the first hour of the day because you woke up at the wrong point in a cycle. Hmm. It's not, it doesn't never happen, but it... I mean... Sometimes I get it from sleeping for longer than I really needed to. 24 hours. <laughs> that hardly ever happens to me. Yeah. I've, I've really, it was, you know, it was going to England and then coming back and being kind of jet lagged that just sort of made me a grown up. That was like five years ago. Yeah. And I've more or less been getting up like between eight and nine o'clock almost every day since then. And before that I was like sleeping until noon and then slowly rotating until I was like getting up at 6 p.m. and shit and it was like it was terrible. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> I don't see how you could. I would be fucking miserable if I had your sleep schedule. Like I don't I don't understand how you can how you can deal with it. Bye. Like I just I need I need a day to be a day. Like in the, the the handful of times in the last like say 5 years that I have stayed up all night like I've tried to stay up for multiple days it's just been awful. I I I try not to skip sleeps anymore but yeah i don't know when when it gets to the point where my day is entirely nighttime i that's when i start trying to stay up a little bit longer so that i can more quickly push the schedule back around to something normal yeah uh real question says midget dragoon i'm not yet awesome enough to be able to brave dreadsylvania but the idea of an item or set of items that are just purely a story intrigues me a lot is there anything like this i should look for or will there be anything of the sort we can expect in the future i don't i mean there's like all the the non-combats in spooky raven are just a bunch of backstory which i think that's the first time i ever really did that i remember somebody commenting on that at the time um i mean probably i feel like with people not responding super negatively to story as reward right i mean i very much like the idea in an rpg of one of the things that you can put at the end of a terminal an optional terminal in a dungeon is just like a lore unlock and like maybe there's some broader achievement structure associated with that like you know the more lore you unlock the more slight spell bonus you get or whatever like the more secret passwords you get to I don't know, the treasure chamber. Yeah. You become a yeah. warlord. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's cool. It's just like another It's just like another really flavorful set of experience points Your to get. Your index goes up. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out a way to make a joke about lore from Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh. Um, you're, uh, you eventually unlock the having been designed by 
Noonien Sung. All I could think of was the Reverend <laughs> Sun Myung Moon, uh, which is not who designed Lore. Also, so the scientist that made Data and Lore was Noonien Sung. Khan's full name is Khan Noonien Singh. Really? What the fuck, Roddenberry? <laughs> Noonien? Yes. Do you think they're related? Do you think in the future people's yeah, people's Has middle names are explained there? somewhere? I thought that Khan was from the nineties. In Clax. You're thinking of Clax. Oh right. <laughs> it is the nineties and there is time, time for, for Ricardo Montalban, <laughs> the super well, soldier. Yeah. yeah okay. I guess sure. Um, <laughs> no no no. I thought it's though fine that Corinthian I, leather. In in the Star Trek like the original Star Trek timeline, right. I, I thought that Khan was a super soldier from some like sort of clone wars that happened in the 1990s. 1990s, wow. Yeah. Hmm. And because I mean that was 30 years in the future when that plot line was written, right? Sure. But I I don't know, I could be wrong about that, but he was like frozen. He was like a Sikh, wasn't he? I don't remember. I'm looking it up right now so we can find out. Okay. I've only seen that movie once. Well, it's not even the movie. He's, he appears in a couple episodes. Oh, and the then they use, the eugenics wars the of the 1990s. Okay. All right. So I had that. Yeah. Is he a Sikh? I don't know, actually. Man, I wish we had had some eugenics wars. Gone Home would have been a much more interesting period piece if it was like in the midst of the eugenic wars. Like, oh, fuck. My family must have been really awesome and so they were conscripted and now they're just in vats having their fluids harvested. Uh. Just you and me now, Christmas duck. <laughs> and then the eyes on the Christmas duck light up and a little antenna starts broadcasting. You see a tiny drop of your blood that it's collected. Dun, dun, dun. Um, let's see. Damn, Plucky, figure out a way to ask that that's not way too long to read. Squin says, Jick, on the 822 show, you mentioned disdain that you had to water down certain challenge paths to work in both hardcore and softcore. Would it really be so terrible to have an occasional path that requires one or the other? Uh, to me, challenge paths are all about experience the kingdom in new ways, and as a lifetime hardcore player, while I would be a little sad at breaking my hardcore streak, something that forces me to give softcore a try might be an interesting change of pace. If anybody doesn't find the path compelling enough to temporarily change their ways, it's not like they're being forced to or have any shortage of other things to do for the next three months. Revisit some old challenge paths, hang around in Aftercore with all the new content you've given us there, or go back to Ascending and good old vanilla KOL. Um... You know, every time I want to do it, Dev talks me out of it. And I, and I think it's because there are enough people there that represent a bunch of different ways of thinking that... There are lifetime hardcore, hardcore players and lifetime softcore players and, like... It would... Yeah, I mean, ne'er the twain shall meet. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks, like, well, you know, sometimes WoW releases an update where it's like a whole bunch of new PvP content that I don't give a fuck about because I don't PvP. Yeah. And I'm not, like, mad at them. But I'm sure that people in the forums would be bitching about well, it. Well, the, what if there was a raid instance? What if you were a hardcore raider who hated PvP and they made a raid instance that was just PvP? Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be annoyed. I mean, so I don't, I don't want to overstate Why the Why is there not a PvP raid? That's fucking cool. I imagine that the the drive to gear up exceeds the drive to grief, and so you would just end up with a bunch of like AFK 
or fishing, Farming. fishing in Alterac Valley and shit. I mean, like huh. the way the PV, the way the progression, the end game PVP progression stuff worked in Star Wars: The Old Republic resulted in all of the Alliance guys standing oh, in the same place, circle. and all the all the mm-hmm. the Imperial guys standing in the same place, and then just AOE killing everybody all at once. And everybody just farming a huge amount of it was fucking gross. Right. I walked up and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, and I just quit because fuck that. Hmm. It's not like not like when uh, Selena Gomez almost led us to victory <laughs> in, in, on the Alderaan. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to overstate the extent to which it is onerous to support softcore and hardcore and challenge paths. Cause we always pull it off. Like sure. it's, it's just, and I can't think of any, I can't think of anything where something had to be real seriously compromised. Cause usually it is just a matter of like, is this path going to be even possible for a low skilled hardcore player? Right. And I wonder what if one season we like one of the seasons where we do something simple, if we did, one simple thing for softcore and then a different simple thing for hardcore. Yeah, I don't know. You know, this KOL High School was relatively challenging if you haven't permed a couple of combat skills. And I was okay with that. I, I am okay with challenge paths being pretty unfriendly for people who haven't ascended a bunch because yeah, or, they're meant to be challenged. Or don't know... Or don't I mean? But they they haven't really borne out. That well, way, right? they haven't. But they. But the, they, but the thing they is, can. the, the fights in KOL High School are trivial if you have a leveled up barnacle. Sure. Right, and that's a thing where it's like, ah, oh, this is a thing that you don't think of very often. And it was sort of like Scully talking about having figured that out because he was like, "Fuck, this path is making me feel like I don't know how to play this game." And then you know we just talked about it a little bit, and it's like, oh right. I can use a barnacle and it'll just solve this problem for me. Right. Cause it's like, he was like, I missed the friendly scaling monsters that we used to do. And then I looked and I'm like, these are not, these are not unfriendly. Like these are like, these are like late season crimbo monsters from 2005 yep. is the way that these scale. Like this is not really any different, but it felt that way because you, you aren't often doing that stuff at level one or two. Yeah. That kind of that's, that's very true. Huh. So, uh, F says, I'm going to see you guys soon. Watch your backs. Ah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Chipmunk DJ says, I mean, I was trying to pretend like I was laughing because I was scared. I'm not, I'm not really scared. You're also not good at pretending. Didn't read that way. Yeah. No, I'm a terrible actor. Acting is like lying and I cannot tell a lie. Right. Chipmunk DJ says, there's yet to be a world event in 2013. Any plans on having one in the near future? I mean, there was that event where the hidden city burned down. Right. There was that event where they discovered Dreadsylvania. Yeah, okay, you're right. Crimson Guard. I want to I need to talk to you about that idea so that we can work out a way that it won't just be retarded. What Crimson Guard is that a reference to? Cuz I tried looking it up and there's apparently several different Crimson Guards. The one that we made up, the secret society that kills all the birds before they turn into dinosaurs. <laughs> I must have missed that. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, you like if you know about them, they're not doing their job, right? <laughs> oh, if you see okay. Crimson Guardsmen okay. killing birds, they're fucking up. And if you get fucking mauled by a dinosaur, they're really fucking up. So it's a knife edge. Right. The Crimson Guard has to walk. Um, Green and 72 says, Dear Jake, I just found out I have a forum account. Uh, there goes half your radio bugbear questions. Hey, uh, half good riddance. 
Um, dear Riff, please make the farting starfish turn all dot 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 in chat to fart sound effects. <laughs> Actual sound effects. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Uh, are we allowed are, like are web browsers allowed to embed sound uh yeah they are i mean HTML, html5 games play a bunch of sounds Do and they? they don't i think it might not be like super super 100 percent compatible because i fucking hate when i open a tab oh, and like yeah. a bunch of freaking video sounds just start blaring out from something something that i'm not even aware that of. would be pretty good if we did a chat effect that just turned dot 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 into the word fart hmm. that'd be pretty straightforward and easy to do uh, yeah but it'd be great come on you know it'd be great and dot space dot space dot space would be f dot yeah. f space a space r space t for people who do the ellipsis that way uh Melon says, when it comes to items of the month, sometimes you're very forthcoming with how the item works exactly, and sometimes you aren't. How do you decide how many of the mechanics you want to spoil up front when you release them? Sometimes you accompany the release with a detailed forum post, and sometimes you don't. Uh, well, I'm going to answer the first part of the question before I read the second part of the question. Um, if I feel that an item is hard enough to figure out how it works on the technical side, or if it, or if it's appeal to speedsters over the course of its development morphed into something really esoteric that would be difficult to figure out on your own, then... That said, we often will not just post the numbers about something, right? No, but I mean, this is his question, right? Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Do we? I mean, do we regularly post numbers? Yeah, sometimes sometimes I do. Um, This one, people will figure this out, right? It's, It's real, like... The barnacle function has a really straightforward linear relationship right. with the they've thing. Or, that, they've already figured. Yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. And so, and and like this one, it's like this is sufficiently appealing to people that it seems like oh, I should like if for no other reason than it can be full weight in KOL High School. If you want, you know, if you just like, if you're the kind of person that wants to give us some money and be getting more items in the game, you're going to do that. And that was that was sufficient. I didn't feel. There are certain things that I feel like it would intimidate people to describe how a thing works because this is it's this one is complicated in how it works on the back end, but it's not hard to understand as you're using it. Right? right. It's not it's not complicated in a way that you have to keep track of. I don't think. But like we don't when there are things that produce stuff that you then make things out of, we don't tell you what the recipes are. We right. We didn't tell people where the folders were or where the. Do you, I mean, like I, right. I, but then people, we got a little bit of static for that. Well, right. But for doing, sure, for but, doing too but much. This is of that, not but, a new. This is not a yeah, new thing. No, I know it's not. I mean, he's not suggesting that it's a new thing, and I don't okay. think he's complaining about it. He's just asking why sometimes do I go and I write a post about how the I thing see. works, and sometimes I don't, and it's. I thought about it, but then I thought, no, anybody who wants to know how this works is they're going to be able to figure this out within a couple of days right. and it'll be posted to the wiki. The kind of person who would only buy it if it was had a provable mathematical advantage is going to know where the wiki is and is going to have access to that data, making it sound more complicated than it is when we put a bunch of effort into just making it fun and flavorful right. to appeal to casual people is probably going to do more harm than good, or at least it might do more harm than good. And it isn't necessary to spell it out. And so I decided not to. So, I mean, it's really just on a case by case basis. If I think that people are unlikely to figure out what a thing is doing, 
more mostly specifically like the speed implications of it. If I think that those are are going to be too difficult to to spade, then I will just spell them out. But if I don't have to, I won't. I always err on the side of letting you know letting the people who enjoy solving that puzzle solve it. Um, on these lines, do you think when the cheerleader was released, some people saw it and thought, oh, it's just a fairy barnacle combo. I'm never going to use this and wrote it off. Eh, I doubt it. I mean, you never know why somebody doesn't buy something. I, I think I'm, I'm sure that some people probably thought that and maybe yeah. they will come back to it. Yeah. Uh, Leafy Green says, just listen to a show from last week where you discussed whether clear whiskey was a thing. I'm here to inform you that it is. Well, maybe it's not a thing, but it exists. Currently, Jim Beam has a white whiskey out called Jacob's Ghost to appeal to <laughs> vodka and tequila drinkers. It sounds terrible. Thoughts? Uh, edit, now you can make Skittle whiskey. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that'd be good. Huh. Um, I don't know. So they say that clear alcohols are less likely to give you hangovers than brown alcohols and wine. And I think that that might be complete horseshit. Huh. Uh, because that seems like a thing that somebody would exp- would tell you, and you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. It's clear, therefore it's less dangerous. Hmm. Because that's how your mind works. But I feel like most acids are clear. Well, sure. Bleach. Yeah. You know, bleach is cloudy. Uh, Pachinkoid says, toasters are shiny, shiny display case fodder. How do you feel about the fact that in order to get more, I have to store them in hanks, but, if I, but to want more, I need to display case them? Huh? Um... What? Yeah, that it used to be that you would just get one toaster per ascension. Sure. Now you can or get multiples per per run. Yeah, because it's like it probably uses the function that is whether you have ready access to an item or not, which is weird because it seems like having it be in Hanks would not trigger that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, sorry, sorry if I stepped on some weird collector behavior with this it doesn't seem like does the toaster not show up if you have one yeah interesting it doesn't seem because it's one of those things that if you know if we were doing it now that would have been an item that you just couldn't ever get more than one of because it's right you use it and it uses up charges right which is not is not a system that we have <laughs> um, right well okay that was all those questions from that question thread this was a this was a long show and hot stuff needs to go to sleep <laughs> Uh, so, I've been Jick. And I've been Riff. And I've been asleep. Good night, everyone. Especially hot stuff. Have a great weekend. And also Moon. <laughs> oh, good night, everyone. Watch Moon. Watch a speedrun of the Game Boy game Moon. <laughs> Watch to, a speedrun of right the up. movie Moon. <laughs> <laughs>